0: Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. And once again, we are very honored to have with us someone, a man of men who really knows what in the world is going on when it comes to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, two things that have been shredded and uh, the government cares nothing about. It's Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, thank you for being here today.
1: Oh, it's always a pleasure. It wouldn't be Wednesday without you, Gerald, no. <laughs> <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I suspect
1: and, for and, your viewers as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, th- it's it's so wonderful what you're doing, how brave you are to speak the truth, which isn't allowed anymore. And you have an article coming out tomorrow that people have to read, and it's called Taking Free Speech Seriously. I, I want to begin this read by what, what you wrote here. Can big tech censor political and cultural voices on their platform? Can the government regulate these platforms to compel speech the government wants to hear and to prevent speech it believes may harm innocence? If you believe, as I do, in natural rights, minimal government and the owners of private property can use it as they see fit. The short answers to both questions? is no. These questions arise from a vicious Senate inquisition this, well last week, during which a senator who never met a war he didn't want someone else to fight accused Facebook and others of having blood on their hands because they permitted speech on their platforms that the Senator believes led to teen suicides. I want to ask you first of all, who is this senator? Oh, we, we you, uh, you know him well because you you
1: were on live television on Fox News when you were blocked so that he could come on.
0: Oh, senator. that arrogant little boy who you were like loves every war, never could fight in one. Correct, Lindsay Lindsey the Loser Graham. Correct. So, uh, judge when he
1: for, for him to say to Zuckerberg. You have blood on your hands where there isn't a human in the Senate at the moment who has more blood on his hands than uh, Senator Graham uh, was just uh, an outrageous abuse of government power. The government has no right to drag people before it and say, why did you say this and why did you not say that? And why did you permit this speech? And why didn't you stop that speech? The whole purpose of the First Amendment is to keep the government out of the business of speech. Zuckerberg turned around, shaking. I don't know if it was real or exaggerated. Almost in tears. I don't know if it was real or exaggerated. Looked in the faces of parents. Parents whose children killed themselves. Killed themselves because the parents couldn't control the kids. And now these parents want the feds to do it for them and said, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. It was a disgraceful assault on the First Amendment. And yet Lindsey Graham was, uh, was lauded and, and sympathy pours out for the parents. I, of course, I have sympathy for any <coughs> parent who's, uh, whose child dies. But this is an issue uh, for parental control, not for the government. The last thing in the world you want is for the feds to decide what people can see and hear on their mobile
0: devices. You know, this this article is very important because, you know, I, I'll tell you the notes that I wrote as I'm I'm reading it. Uh, you say, the freedoms of thought, speech, and expression are natural rights, just as one can naturally think as one wishes. One could say what one thinks and publish what one says. Speaking and publishing are constitutional rights since the First Amendment expressively protects them. From government infringement. A natural right comes from our humanity, not from the government. Judge, you're 100% wrong. It comes from the government. We have no right to be who we are. Think the way we want. We have no right to be free. Again, you look at the cover of this week's Trends Journal. Here it is. That's coming up. How stupid and gutless can you be to obediently follow your ignorant, arrogant political leaders? I mean, who are these people to tell us what to do and what to think? They have no no right to do this. They have no
1: right uh, to do it, but their colleagues in the media make them look like, uh, Make them look like heroes. The Senator Graham's comment about blood on your hands had a had a media life of about 48 hours, which is long in the media business. Oh. And he was he was lauded uh for uh for saying that. I don't know if Zuckerberg planned to turn around and apologize to those parents or if he was moved by what Senator Graham and the others said. It's not just Senator Graham. The reason I pick on him is because of this comment about blood on the hands, which is so bitterly ironic because we all know that Senator Graham was always agitating for war. Last week, he said to Joe Biden bombed Tehran. Yeah, I guess he wants to start World War III. He doesn't care about Iranian blood or the blood of innocent Iranians uh, on his hands or on Joe Biden's hands. But other senators, uh, Senator Josh Hawley uh, comes to mind, were just as aggressive in grilling uh, big tech. Look, big tech I don't know if they've censured you. They probably have. Oh, yes. They've censured me. It's it's a pain in the neck when this happens. It, it It is irritating. But they own the bulletin board. They can do what they want with that bulletin board. It is none of the government's uh, business. And I uh, respect that. Not only is it none of the government's business, the government is expressly prohibited from getting involved in the business of speech. But, If they can pander for votes, if they can trash the Constitution, uh, if they can uh, use these poor parents whose kids uh, killed themselves allegedly because of what they saw uh, on uh, Facebook, then the news media will cover it. And the Lindsey Grahams and Josh Hawley's for 48 hours will look like heroes uh, trying to slay uh, big tech. Meantime, the government is absolutely, utterly in bed with big tech. Big tech is in bed with the government. There's a case before the Supreme Court right now. Uh, where the government in the Trump administration and in the Biden administration used the carrot and the stick uh, to say to big tech, uh, you got to suppress these voices or we'll send a swarm of regulators to you. And if you do suppress these voices, we'll be uh, very uh, easy on you. That's basically what happened. That is the government doing indirectly what it can't do directly. It cannot interfere with free speech. But it's trying to get third parties, in this case big tech, uh, to do so. Uh, Four federal judges, one federal trial judge, three federal appellate judges put a stop to it. The Supreme Court lifted the stop until the Supreme Court decides it. We should get a decision from the Supreme Court in April.
0: You know, people aren't, you know, don't remember, young people, when the whole internet revolution began. Back in the early 90s, it was all about being free to do anything you want, put out all the information you want. And that was the wonderful thing about the Internet revolution. Right. People forget this. And the more the morons and imbeciles, you know, I used to be on when USA Today was a big newspaper. I used to be on there almost every day. It was almost embarrassing for me. They were quoting me so much. Then all of a sudden, the stupidity of the newspapers and the mainstream media, they started putting up all their information on the internet for free. Because that was what the internet was all about. Freedom. And now the exact opposite, and by the way, that was the beginning of the end of journalism. Because if you're getting it for free, why should I buy it? I couldn't believe how stupid they were putting this stuff up there. And now there's no more journalism. Again, do you know that they fired over 2,000 media people just in January, according to Challenger Gray and Christmas, the company that follows employment? Mm. 2,000, just in January. So now, going back to the Internet Revolution, it was all about freedom of speech. And now the bigs control everything. And how about what they don't mention here? If you don't believe in everything we're telling you how to fight the COVID war, you believe in misinformation. So, Judge, stand six feet apart from everybody you see. Uh. You're putting circles on the floor. Because the wind blows directly in straight lines in six feet. And when you're in an airplane, you better put that mask on. But when you're eating and drinking, you take it off, even though you're sitting around everybody, because COVID knows when you're eating and drinking, it isn't going to bother you. And if you don't believe that, you believe in misinformation.
1: You know, I thought of you this morning when I heard the local news that an appellate court in New Jersey, now this is the court system of which I was a part uh, for eight years, uh, ruled uh, against people at a Board of Education meeting during COVID, who stood up to challenge the board's regulations of sending the kids home and forcing them to wear masks, and insisted on taking their masks off so that they could be heard at the Board of Education meeting. And the Board of Education said, no, you have to speak to us through the mask. And these people said, well, I can't be heard through the mask. The mask is an expression of an of opinion. And I'm not expressing the opinion of being pro-mask. I'm anti-mask. And I have the right to stand here and tell you that. They threw these people out. The people sued. The trial judge threw the lawsuit out. And the appellate court upheld throwing it out, saying you were told to wear the mask. You had no right not to. Now, this is two years after the fact, because, you know, cases get online and there are other cases ahead of it. But I just shook my head that judges could do something like this at the quintessential place for the free speech, a town meeting, a board of education meeting. Don't you dare speak to me without your mask on. I thought of you immediately when I heard this uh, on the news. The only facts I know are the ones that I just uh, related to you. But this continues. This big government uh, nonsense uh, continues, Gerald, even two years after the so-called pandemic is over.
0: And here's here's the box with the masks, Judge. Ugh. You ready? These masks do not eliminate exposure to the risk of any disease or infection. Right on the box. Right here for everybody to look at. These stupid little masks that everybody was wearing. And yet, they course, to wear people them. People were challenged, and and they lost. And you remember your your friend over there? I forgot his name. The judge Ratcliffe or Ratshit? Oh yeah,
1: Jed, Jed Rakoff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Telling telling the guy that he's not going to be pardoned until he can't leave the court unless he gets a vaccination.
1: Correct. He did. He did. Uh, he did do that. It's just terrible. And now, of course, we learned from Fauci. Well, you never know whether to believe him or not. But in a candid moment after he left office, when they asked him what was the scientific basis for the six feet apart, there was none. They none. made it up. Made, it, made up. it up. People went to jail because of this. Religious and political gatherings protected by the First Amendment were disrupted by police acting like they were Nazis in Germany in, in the mid-30s because of this six-foot uh, apart regulation and then we learn afterwards it was made up out of thin air
0: yeah and the majority of the people swallowed it there, there was a, a lot of people that didn't you know i had peace I mean, you were here we had freedom rallies how hated i was for having a freedom rally oh by the way we all died from having that rally everybody there we were all dead Again,
1: Did you hear from a single person who claimed to get sick because we took our masks off? No. In fact, as I recall it, it was uh, an eruption of human freedom that we were all there talking about freedom with no masks on, on your private property, in your beautiful garden, private uh, property. And the police were protecting us rather than
0: interfering with us. Yeah. Oh, they're great police up here in Kingston. They don't bust your chops a little crap. They're, but, they're know, mostly local you know, guys and women. And, yeah. um, and they're, they're but terrific. What, but what you did is the
1: exception rather than the rule. In most places in America in that era, the police would have broken it up because people were not wearing masks and we were closer to each other. Uh, Than six feet. You had four or five hundred people there listening to Giraldi, Ritter, you, me. I'm trying to remember who else was uh, was there and loving uh, every minute of it. There was there was food, there was drink, there was music, there was happiness. It was an oasis, an oasis from the tyranny of the government for one happy afternoon in a beautiful garden in Kingston, New York. And the police were enjoying it as much as we were. But if you came down here to New Jersey. That would never have happened. No.
0: Well, again, I said to little Andy Cuomo, come down, come over here, little boy, and you try to stop me. Don't send your cops. You come over here and try to stop me. A little nothing. Again, to show you the damage that's been done. This is from just yesterday. You ready? Carjackings, homicides, and robberies are stealing a sense of security across Washington, D.C. This is from CNN, the Cartoon News Network. Homicides, carjackings, and robberies across Washington, D.C. have affected prominent politicians. That's the language they use. They're prominent. What prominent? Some little craphead that sucks off the public tit? What prominence? How about, how about, how about you're a public servant? And we're in charge. But anyway, the language. Politicians and regular residents alike, regular residents, which is plantation workers of Slave Landia, leaving many in the nation's capital fearful of the rising crime. Ready? Uh, uh, the nation's capital suffered a thirty-nine percent increase last year. Thirty-nine percent increase in crime. Not a word. Not a word here about why it went up. Because of the COVID war that we warned about in the Trends Journal, I said when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. Here's another one. Rising crime risks turning Oakland, California, into a ghost town. Mm. This again, CNN yesterday. Newsom is sending in reinforcements. Newsom, the little arrogant boy, a little daddy's boy. My daddy was a lawyer for the Getty gang. Oh, yeah. That Newsome, the Newsome, when he told everybody to stay home, locked down, kids can't go out and play. He's up at the uh, the, the laundry, French laundry, like it's four hundred dollars a plate having right. a party. Right. That Newsome.
1: Yes, that Newsome.
0: Yeah. Oh, and he was the first one to close down. And then little Andy Cuomo followed. Yeah. And now the country is destroyed. An article in this week's Trends Journal, Generation X judge. They go to bed early. And they sleep nine hours. They're not going out of play. When I was a young guy, woof, we're going out at night. We're going to rock all night. No more. No more. Finished. Finito. The, the streets are dead. Nine o'clock at night. Nine o'clock at night. Dead. This COVID war, but again, you look at all the people that got blacklisted. A uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Mercola, one after another, taken off YouTube.
1: Right, right.
0: Well, well you know, you know I, and I want to mention this. This is extremely important. I always ask you, Judge, what can we do about it? And in your article, you say. that we can do something about it. And that is very important. The freedoms of st- thought, speech, and expression are natural rights, just as one could naturally, naturally think as one wishes. And you go on to say what we can do, that how we have to get together and make this change. And this is so important, that the people unite and do something What can we do about this? We can use the tools of a free market and the First Amendment. We can loudly leave the censoring venues and not patronize their advertisers. We can build and support other venues. We can preach the values of an informed public and the virtues of parental responsibility and the primacy of personal liberty. We can foster widespread opinions that censorship is repellent and censors should be shunned and parents, not government, should control their children. That's what you say.
1: Maybe that's a fantasy land of mine, but that's that's what you can do. I mean, think about it. If nobody patronized Facebook's advertisers, they'd go down. And if we built... Uh, it would take a lot of money. It would take a Charles Koch or somebody like that. Facebook is humongous, and I'm not just picking on Facebook because they're all there. Uh, but we could build uh, a venue that uh, truly was free. What Rumble is truly free? I don't think they censor anybody. Say yeah. whatever the hell you want there. Yeah. That's really what we need. Uh, what we need more of in, in the country. I have no relationship with Rumble. It just comes to mind as one. Uh, That, as I understand it from you, from Alex Jones, from others, Roger Stone, who've been beaten up by big uh, tech, go to Rumble, where uh, you can be welcome, or where anybody can uh, access it.
0: Uh, It's so sad, Judge, what's happening. And again, you know, yesterday there was, (laughs) I looked at the headline stories of what was going on. And these were the major stories on BBC. King Charles seen for first time since cancer diagnosis. Not a word about the Israel war. Top story on CNN. Mom of school shooter found guilty in unprecedented case. Not a word about the genocide being committed. Drudge. This is the front page. It shows the cover of six major newspapers in the UK, and it's all about King Charles getting cancer.
1: Now, if, if Nobody going-
0: else, by the way, ever gets prostate cancer. We don't know anybody that's ever died of cancer. Your, your mother, father, sister, brother, loved one, friends die of cancer. It doesn't make a bit of difference. But hey... The king got cancer. I'm mentioning this because it really relates to what you wrote about your article. It's only the politicians. It's only the his majesty that count. The rest of us don't count for anything. They could tell us anything they want and we must obey.
1: So now this is going to raise your uh, blood pressure. I don't know if you remember about two years ago, when a lot of Texas in the middle of the winter uh, had no electricity and no water, there was some big problem uh, uh, with the grid. And Senator uh, Ted Cruz uh, took a trip to uh, Cancun, Mexico, and he was just uh, eviscerated for it. Well, apparently, whenever he travels from Texas to Washington in the airports, people taunt him and say, are you on your way to Mexico? On your way to Mexico? And guess what his response is? introduce legislation to provide armed guards for members of Congress when they're in airports well <laughs> you can't I mean you can't make this stuff up and now, I don't think the legislation is gonna go anywhere but this is the mentality of people in the government you're a public servant the public is taunting you for a for a dumb thing that you did and you want an armed guard to keep the public from you at the public's expense?
0: And again, look at that little boy of nothing. Look at that little jerk. A little piece of scum, a nothing. One after another. One after another. Look at them. Hey, I'll, let me let me play the role of little Chucky Schumer. Let me wear my glasses like this all the time. I'm a little warmongering freak that couldn't fight my way out of a paper bag. There he is. <laughs> right? Am I making his crap up? And that's why you have the cover of this week's Trends Journal. Makes it perfectly clear. Yeah. How stupid and gutless can you be to obediently follow your ignorant, arrogant political leaders? So, Judge, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, thank you for all that you do. The recommendations you have here are very important. And everyone listening, don't forget, go to see the judge. He has great, great podcasts. Judging Freedom. The people he has on are terrific. You're going to hear things you don't hear anywhere else. Judge, thanks for being on. And we'll see you next week. I'll see you soon. Thank you, Gerald.